This is The M Word. I'm Michaela Hyde. I'm Nick Hyde. And welcome to The M Word podcast, the podcast where we talk openly and honestly about marriage and relationships, including ours. We're married, but this is for everyone who thinks that making a relationship work and last, like most things in life, is worth the effort. Well, hello and welcome to episode four of the M Word podcast. Indeed, very exciting. Here we are once again. I know. And happy Easter to you all. I hope you've all had a really good weekend. Um, If you're listening to this on the day it was released, then it is in fact Easter Monday today. It's not Easter Monday for us, is it? Because we're recording it just before. No, indeed. But we will transport ourselves forward as if we've just celebrated Easter. Oh, that Easter egg hunt. Wasn't it fun? It was amazing. When you were at the top of that tree and oh, the wind was blowing. (laughs) And I seem to remember you had your pockets filled with chocolate and ate all the kids stuff as well. So that was outrageous. Do you want to stop there now? Yeah, that'll do. <laughs> so although um, we're talking about the Easter break, actually, as we're recording this, it is the Easter holidays for you, Nick, isn't it? Oh, it is very much. And I am in full on holiday mode, which is great. I know. And I'm a bit jealous, really, because I'm really working loads and you're just chilling out and well, having a lovely time. Because you're working so hard. It means we've not really gone away anywhere and I've just sort of potted around like an old man. (laughs) I've loved it. You know, planted some stuff in the garden, done with some bobs and played on my computer and... It's, it's been great. You've had a lovely time, haven't you? So, I have. But Very I have nice. had a good time. I've had some really interesting things that I've been doing. So um, I went to um, went to Premier Radio um, and recorded some videos. I know it's radio, but they record some videos, which will also be broadcast on the radio. But they're all about marriage and they will be um, aired during May. So one a week throughout May, every Thursday afternoon, Premier Drive. And, and they'll be on, on YouTube as well. That's good. But I went to a pub and we had some nice food. That was yeah. good. <laughs> With my sister, which is very good for her birthday. Went yes. to the Tate, Tate Modern. Well, you say I, like it was just you. We. Yes, That's it, the whole married thing, remember? You say we. Yeah, it was like a comedy thing, trying to cut across your meaningful stuff with me uh, drinking beer, but okay. now you've unpicked it. Failed. <laughs> Some friend you but are. But that was very nice. That was that was very nice. It um, was. So, Tate Modern. Tate Modern. the 10th floor, view of London, nice day. That Came was quite down, grown up pub too, afterwards. wasn't it? That was all lovely. That, that was that all was really good. That was quite grown up. We went, hmm, and looked at art. Mm, yeah. Mm, yeah. Mm. No, I know, I enjoyed it. It was really good. And really what good. else have we done? Um, I'm trying I to played think. golf. I know, it was back <laughs> to in the holidays anyway. Um, but yes, yeah, so it has been a busy time. I have yes. been actively working towards Married Week. Um, I'm doing that all the time at the moment, just different things are happening, which is really exciting. And um, so, in fact, before we launch into full on this week's topic, there are a couple of things we're going to look at. First of all, we've had another email, but I'm going to leave you on the edge of your seats there because the other thing I'm going to do is a really kind thing. Now, remember last time we talked about kindness yep. and um, and you asked me about, yeah, go on, show me how you're being kind. And I yes, and then there was that it. awkward pause. No, I did come up with stuff. Don't be, don't be unkind. Um, I did come up with some things, but it was interesting because it made me think more about kindness after we talked about it so I reflected more and I don't know why I didn't think of this when we talked about it last time but one of the kindest things that you do Nick all right wait for this oh this is this This is good yeah take your time over this one of the kindest things that you do Uh is how you always share food with me so for example (laughs) you know how some people are I'll order Mm. my food if you're in a restaurant or or a take or curry or or if you watch Gavin and Stacey I don't know if anybody watches watch that but when they order their food there are some that are very much no this is my dinner this is what I'm going to have you know I don't mind buying you a dinner but I don't want to share any of mine Nick shares 
everything with me. And he knows that I like to try everything. I like to taste everything. It's the default taste you have of every meal I buy. I know, it is. And there have been occasions where I might have been disappointed with my meal. And Nick says to me, genuinely... He says, you can have mine if you like. If you prefer it, you can have mine. Oh, stop it, And, and stop it's, it. it's really kind. I mean, the only <laughs> thing I would say is he's not as bothered, so it's not quite as kind as you all think, but it's still pretty kind. <laughs> yeah, okay. Well, maybe we should move on to today's podcast. That's but anyway, yeah, okay. I just reflected on that, and mm. I thought that's a really... Food for thought. It's Yeah, very oh. good. So it's just those little things, isn't it? But so yes. anyway, excitement of another email. So yes, we've now... Emails, emails has become plural because we've now received we've two emails. We've now received two emails. So, and this email came from Rachel and mm-hmm. I'm going to read what she's put in the email. Hi, Nick and Michaela. I've been really enjoying your podcast and was wondering what your views were on the old saying of don't let the sun go down on your anger. Do you think this is wise advice for a couple to follow? Yeah. If so, why? Mm-hmm. And are there times when it's good to have a time out or sleep on it and talk again in the morning? Um, looking forward to hearing your views. Thanks, Rachel. And that is a very good question. It is a good it's question, very good isn't question. it? Because I think I've I've heard that a lot from people in the past saying, look, don't you sort out arguments before you go to bed. And I would say it's a good principle, but there are some big things that, it, it's not realistic to think you'll all be happy and go to bed smiling. So yeah. I think for me, there's a there's a sort of a middle ground where it's really important that when there are issues and stuff that are challenges, you talk about them. Communication, absolutely essential. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you've wound each other up or, you know, if I've done something that's just really annoying and you are cross with me and you're in that cross place, which is very rare, but it happens. <laughs> um, we're... I don't think suddenly before bed we will then, oh, and it's all resolved and we're all happy, that's great. But I think it's important to have the conversation about it, even if you get to a point where you're saying, okay, we're recognising this is frustrating and I'm cross about it and we'll need to maybe come back and talk in more depth when we're calmer. But it's not, you know, go to bed, roll over, turn your back to the person, turn the light off. Yeah, yeah. No, I agree. I think, um, yeah, it is good, isn't it? I think there are those silly things that you think, come on, get over yourself and just deal with it and don't prolong it, don't make it drag out. Because, you know, we can all be a bit childish sometimes, can't we, Nick? Notice that. (laughs) Um, One can be childish. (laughs) But yeah, so that kind of, yeah, let's just deal with it. But I think if there's bigger stuff that's going on, it's not. It's not always going to be possible to be able to reconcile all your thoughts around that and I mean, there's, say there's this stuff is how going it on is. Where you'll want to talk to other people about it. Actually, there's stuff ongoing as a couple, and you think that we've talked about it, but we tend to just we're just making each other more cross. You think get a trusted friend or a trusted couple advice. friend and yeah. say, look, can we chat something through because we're finding it hard. But I definitely agree that we. You have to agree before we're going to bed that. You know, this is, we recognise this is unresolved. We're going to sort this out. And knowing that um, actually if there's a depth of relationship there in your marriage, in your relationship, Mm. then then you still love that person and you know that one another, you have the best interest for one another. Mm. Ultimately, that's the bottom line. Um, It's frustrating and you might feel still niggled by it, but it's just keeping that at the centre, that you love them and that's the central point and we can deal with it the next day. So, yeah, I think both... Both things can happen, and and you know when when it's being silly and childish, and you know just being sensible. But there's definitely been times when we've gone to bed, and and I I'm still feeling frustrated with you, and I think finding it really hard to to sort of to suddenly be all 
all Disney and makeup, you know? It's, yeah. it's hard to do that. And then, then what I do, which really helps, is I just fall asleep in about 90 oh, seconds. So annoying. <laughs> so annoying. And then in the morning, you'll be like, yeah, it took me a while to go to sleep last night. Ooh. And it never does, does it? Nothing, nothing no, perturbs no. you in that way, does it? It seems. So thank you, Rachel. But that's a good question. I hope we've answered your question well enough. Mm. And um, If not, email it again. Yes, and then we'll do. have three emails. Yeah. <laughs> and don't forget, if you're listening today and thinking, I've got a question, then then email us and um yeah and the m word podcast at gmail.com and steve did it steve did it yeah. rachel's done it Hello, you, you can do it, it too <laughs> uh, okay let's okay. move on so so today's podcast is all about friendship um and friendship in marriage and in lasting relationships and is that something that we need to have in a relationship how important is that does it sound a bit twee do you think you know that you're my best friend nick you're my best friend or bff uh, you're is, my bff if you're my BFF, that that actually has got some weight to it. Some, you know, that's a really mm. important thing. So um, do you want to kick off with some stuff about friendship, Nick? Yeah, I do. Well, I mean, maybe the story about how we met, because we we are definitely a couple who didn't see each other. And, ah, you know, it was like one of those Steven Spielberg <laughs> Zooms where the background goes, you know. No, yeah, okay. Yeah. Anyway, um, because a good mutual friend of ours um, had said to both of us, oh, I know the perfect person for you. <laughs> she uh, said it just like that, actually. That was that really was close. If you're listening, voice. friend, you, you'll know it's you from that accent there. Yeah, Go indeed. Um, so anyway, and uh, you were living down in Essex. I was living up in Northumberland in the northeast. And eventually we met and thought, oh, he seems like a nice person. And, and that uh, was it. had a chat and that was it. And then you went, yeah. And then I went back home and, and then that was that. a little bit later, months, few weeks, months, you then I, ended up moving to the North East because you might... knew you were called to be near me. No, no, I ended up moving up to the North East to do a job to work for the Christian Channel as a kids TV presenter, which was which was a fun, fun time. And through that time, I ended up meeting meeting with Nick and becoming well we'd obviously met but we started hanging out together as a group of friends that we shared this group of friends and we hung out and ultimately and this is what I do think is true for most most couples would say this is that it does start with friendship Um, and and yes, you've got to be attracted to that person. And I still don't know why a year before when you met me, you weren't attracted to me, Nick. I'm really... Well, I, I recognised you as a beautiful person. <laughs> Excellent. Well done. That's a good answer. Uh, anyway, so um, so that early part of our relationship, it, it began it began yeah, so with friendship. Yeah, so for us, it began with friendship. Yeah. And, um, and what I was it, a I year? Um, we, well, yes, we'd been friends... I can't really remember. ...for about a year. It was about a year. And then you year. asked me out, and that was in July. That's it? I thought for a long time about it? And wanted you wanted to make did. a measured decision? Let's, okay, that's, that's enough of that story. story. Yeah, so, that's for But the point day. being, we were friends from the beginning, and then we started going out, and then that friendship develops from that point of going out. Yeah. And, um, I mean, one other thing that's kind of interesting, which I think is part of our early story, but I think is true of of relationships and marriages when there's when we're talking about friendship is mm-hmm. that that kind of decision to make um, to take an interest in one another and their hobbies and what they do and and their life and work and and really wanting to know what's going on for them and just a little thing Nick used to have a motorbike 
And um, I remember when we I first started going it for out. Children, and, uh, <laughs> sadly, um, he um, he'd said to me all, you know, about going out on the motorbike, and I was quite excited at the thought of going on a motorbike because I hadn't been on one before. But we were in the northeast, and it's and freezing. And just to pause it, it was a Suzuki GSX 750F. Just for those that are thinking, yeah, but what bike was it? Which wouldn't interest you, but I know a lot of no. our listener population will be yes. bikers. I, I, <laughs> it was red. I know that as well. It was red. Um, but I know the Kawasaki's <sighs> are green as well. That's quite common, isn't it? That, that's very good. Yeah. So anyway, that's enough motorbike talk for one for one for podcast. For one podcast, um, it'll come but back. But the point being, the point being that we uh, we went out in the motorbike, and I remember Nick kind of sort of being really. You were pleased. I took an interest in that side of your mm. kind of hobbies and what you're into and so on. Yep. Even though yep. I was freezing cold because I feel the cold and it was really a bit chilly on the motorbike. Yeah. But it's things like that, isn't it? And that's how your friendship grows because you make time for one another's interests. And Is so this on. a good time to mention that uh, chatting to my brother about my fiftieth? <laughs> We're potentially planning to do a tour down the west coast of America, hire some bikes. I just thought if I mentioned it like live on air, mm. then your response would be recorded. So friendship, where were we? Uh, um. I'll keep working on it. I've got two years, okay? Friendship. So yeah, now it's, I do find this interesting though because a lot of my hobbies are things that, let's be honest, don't excite you. You know, I've spent a day in the holidays, very exciting, buying a new uh, heat sink and fan for my PC and overclocking my old i5 uh, 3570K Ooh, processor, yeah. 3.4 booster, 3.8 gigahertz, <laughs> to 4.5 gigahertz as an overclock. Shh, That's like the equivalent of buying an i7, stop, but I've saved stop, stop, my stop, money. Stop, 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 enough, 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 enough. Point made, you see. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, uh, yeah. So there's a hobby which I have, mm. which you don't have, and that's no, fine. No, and, and it's true. And I think sometimes there is this idea that um, that marriages and relationships work because you have huge amounts in common. Now, we do have things in common, and um, but we equally, as Nick's just pointed out, things that we don't have in common. And that's completely normal. But the point being, our friendship is such that we really enjoy hanging out with each other, and we do enjoy doing things together as well. So it's a mix, isn't it? There is. So there's the Venn diagram of hobbies. <laughs> oh, true. go for it, oh, Nick. Go on. So, teaching yeah, Nick. There, yes, Mr. Hyde. There are things in the middle of the Venn diagram that we both share and enjoy. Yes. And there's hobbies you have, like your shoes. And <laughs> you I keep think, talking about my shoes. Those you know, are I'm my obsessed shoes. by shoes. I do really like shoes. But you should put them on the website at some hobbies. point a picture of your other, shoes. I have other hobbies. Oh, we don't as have well. a website. Oh, no, well. We don't. Right? And then there's hobbies <laughs> I have, you know, computing, golf, motorbikes. <laughs> yeah, motorbikes are a thing of the past, though. Yeah. yeah, and then there's the hobbies that we both enjoy, stuff we enjoy doing together, yeah. like going out, going for a walk, going to a coffee shop, food. chatting, food, films. reading books, films, watching yeah. TV, you know, yeah. there's stuff like that. Yeah, that kind of thing. And I think that's there's a good balance, hopefully, um, that we try and achieve where we take an interest in one another and do stuff together. But it's the important thing to note is you don't have to pretend that you like all the other things the other person likes and to be a good friendship, you must share all yeah. these hobbies. Yeah. That's definitely not the case. And at times, I might have an evening in the studio doing music you're doing something else and we have totally evening apart that's fine mm. it's i think there can be a false pressure to think right everything must be best friends and you share everything and it's great yeah. and you're different people but we do we i mean one thing that we have always done and um, we do patiently listen to one another as we talk about something that we're really excited which we know the other person isn't that excited by in terms of it's not their interest but we share that because we kind of want to share our lives and there's a part of me true. when Nick's talking about, you know, his heat sink. Here we go. I brought it up again. Um, when he's talking about that and I'm 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 happy for you, Nick. I'm happy for you. You've got this heat sink. 
And then, then he drops it and that's it. You know, that's the end I of the I know when on. to move on. We know, exactly. Back to so, the shoes. Anyway, so yes, that's a little bit about hobbies. But we're talking about stuff that if you're you're not married um, and you're just mates and you just, you know, I've got friends that this would be true, that I'd be certain friends I'd do certain things with and we'd spend time together. But we're talking about, you know, long-term, lasting relationship, mm. relationships, talking about our marriage and what what marriage holds in terms of friendship and why it's important. And I do 100%, just so we, this is absolutely said, friendship is essential in, in our marriage, isn't it, Nick? It's absolutely Definitely. fundamental to us and how we react and respond to one another. And that's where... <coughs> Over these few weeks, we're talking about the different elements of um, what makes a successful relationship, tying into Marriage Week 2019, where you've got the six elements. What are you calling them? Six um, ingredients. ingredients. The theme is Sorry, recipe. He's not taking that the much theme. interest in my world, has he? You <laughs> can't get it right. Not science <laughs> or chemistry. And the six elements we've got: uranium, uh, plutonium, einsteinium. Uh. Uh, so recipe for a healthy marriage. Anyway, what was I saying? Yes. So no, don't one test of the me on them. I won't get them all right. all right. But the important thing I'm saying is, um, it's one of, friendship is one of those aspects in a long-term relationship like marriage that you have to intentionally work on. Yeah. I think it's very well us saying right communication. Yeah, uh, that's something you need to do because it's part of a relationship. Intimacy, all those, all those kind of things, clearly are ingredients of a of a kind of long term successful marriage. Friendship, I think, sometimes people kind of think, well, that's the one that should just happen without any work. Mm, but mm. no, I say, yeah. right? <laughs> Friendship, just like everything else, like communication, is something that you have to intentionally work on. Yeah. So you have to think, like you saying, come on, Nick, tell me about your plans for overclocking our PC, <laughs> right? And you were very patient and listened to me, sort of, yeah burbling on about it but that was you being intentional rather than thinking oh hang on there's no need to listen to any of that stuff mm, and mm. fair enough there's a balance you didn't then watch the hours of me playing around with core no, voltages no. and stuff but there was it's an intentional way of keeping that friendship going which I think is that's why it's one of the ingredients yeah absolutely and I think too on that was that, quite a good bit wasn't it that was a good bit well done oh, excellent yeah um, but is that uh, this, this kind of thought about being intentional and I think that being intentional in a in a, in a marriage is 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 key to all the different ingredients, and I think how we express that in friendship is partly taking interest in one another, but it's also good friends want to know what's going on, what's what's good that's going on, what's hard that's going on um, for each other, and so something that we've always done um, is kind of this sort of sense of checking in with each other, and that's not mm. something that I think I must check in with Nick like it's a, a rule or a regulation, and it's something I have to do. I I instinctively I want to know what's going on for Nick. Yeah. I want to know what's going on, the good bits and the and the and the you know, the not such good bits. And so we I would say most days, um, even on the busiest of days, we will carve out even like ten minutes to have a cup of coffee and mm. talk about what's been going on in our day, what's been happening, um, the highs and the lows and that sharing of our lives with each other and yeah taking an interest and that in itself then means that I end up if I'm talking about stuff that's going on and particularly if it's stuff that's really great and you say you're great as well and you say well done and if it's really hard then you will try and help me to kind of you know help me through that and you'll champion me as a as a good friend you support me and that's what friendship needs to be and I know we've mentioned uh (laughs) I'm sure we've mentioned wine on Wednesday before, haven't we? In one of so. our many other episodes. Yeah. But in the same way that you're saying on a daily basis, there's that checking in and um, being interested in one another. 
Um, also, we have our where we can wine on Wednesday rule of, of having our. Cup. I like that the wine on Wednesday rule. <laughs> That's right. Which which is basically us always where we can keeping Wednesday evening uh, for each other. You know, calling it a date night if you like. But it's well, we did. That's where it started when our kids were really small. This is probably yeah. again when I've said this before, but when they were really small, we couldn't didn't have babysitters all the time so if we wanted to have a date night the kids would be in bed by seven when they were little and so we would have a film night and mm. have a glass of wine together and it became wine on wednesday and we've yeah. carried on that little island in the week yeah but that's yeah. a good i like that island in the week that's really nice because we do still spend time at the weekends together but somehow in the middle of the week especially yeah. when life's busy or a bit stressful uh, too much going and things on. like that need to adapt as well don't they because now our our kids are sort of later teenage years um, well, mid to late teenage years. Well, 14 to 16. There you go. That does it. Yeah. Um, they're up later. So our, our Wednesday kind of gets a bit interrupted. But mm. we can. The flip side is we can nip it out down the road, go for a coffee shop, go for a walk in the evening or whatever we want to because yeah. they're old enough to kind of be at home. Yeah. So I think as as the, the sort of what is around you and your circumstances change and develop over the years, you have to think, right, again, intentionally, what do we do to keep focusing on our friendship and our time together? Yeah, definitely. Um, and I think... We've mentioned about children and the fact we had these date nights, but I think as well being aware that your friendship can change when children come along. So um, in those early days of us being together, you only have to think about each other and about what's going on in each other's lives. And then when children come along, um, definitely the date night thing is a really important thing. But it's just being aware that your friendship has got to adapt to the needs of your children and I don't mean then that we we then kind of put our kids before our relationship sometimes our kids needs would of course have to come before our particular needs but making sure I think for us we've tried to make sure that we've remained one another's priority so that we can be the best version of ourselves for our kids Um, but just I think just being aware that it can be a bit tricky when kids come along a bit tricky that's an understatement isn't it you know what I mean though um, it's one of those things where it brings challenges you feel wrung out you feel tired perhaps you have less time to feel interested in the other person's hobby if it's not your thing and you feel you know a bit sort of weighed down with with staff or the kids have been hard work that day etc so that's when that checking in time and that um that date night time becomes even more important just to make sure you carve out that time for one another yeah yeah i think we're good yeah i think we've successfully said yes friendship is important in a relationship yeah and it doesn't happen automatically and yes you've got to work on it and it's a it's a key ingredient Absolutely. Relationships yeah. I think just one one other thing I was going to say. Um, I remember reading something online. Um, so I know you it sound like you wanted to wrap it up then, but I've just thought of this. So I hope I'm going to just throw this in as well. Reading online about how do you know if you're married to your best friend? And I think sometimes the idea of, oh, I'm married to my best friend. Maybe you think that sounds great. I like the sound of it. Some people might think it's a bit twee and think of like, you know, like cards. Yeah, there's a slight, I immediately thought of some card shops you won't name with some, you know, maybe bears bears on the cards and think that's that's a slightly surfacey sort of, you know, BFF thing we started with. So I'm cautious, but go on. Yes. So anyway, (laughs) uh, the point being that being married to your best friend, what does that mean? What does that really look like? And I remember reading this and I felt quite, because I'm a bit soppy, I felt a bit moved by it. And I thought that that is something that, I think is us and I found it encouraging it's always really nice to read something and you know we do enough things that aren't brilliant you know along the way because we're human beings but when you see stuff you think that that makes sense so it's things like how do you know if you're married to your best friend well for one thing that you laugh together 
and you have a lot of fun together and yep. you enjoy hanging out with each other. And I thought, yes, those things are all really true. Oh, and it was also if you like them. <laughs> I thought, yes, I do really like you, Nick. So that's Phew. good. Um, but the other thing as well was when you've got really, really brilliant news, who's the first person you want to tell? Well, it would always be you, Nick. You'd be the mm. first person. And then that sobering thought, well, when it's bad news, when it's hard stuff, who's yeah. the first person I want to tell? And it would be you, Nick. And I think it's those sorts of things, when those crucial moments in life, it's the fun stuff, it's the crucial poignant moments, when when you know the first person you want to run to is your is your best friend and that's your, your mm. partner for life. And that's that's so true for us, I think. But once again, in that context... That isn't something, the the, um, the level of your friendship isn't set in stone. So some people might hear that and think, well, actually, yeah, crumbs, it isn't my partner. And that isn't saying, oh, the relationship's doomed. Mm, yeah, it's yeah. saying, well, do something about it. Be yeah. intentional, talk to your partner. Because if you think about kids and friendships at school and how they change, there's it, it's not who am I magically drawn to automatically. It's who do I choose to be a friend to. So I think a lot of it is about being a good friend to one another yeah. rather than thinking is that person my friend so the the giving mindset of how can I be a good friend how can I be your your best friend Mickey? yes yes yeah no absolutely is that mm. very much so um yeah Oh, it's been good. I've enjoyed talking about this. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, there's a few things that I think that uh, I've thought of that you could probably work on, but you know. <laughs> Thank you. Well, no doubt there'll be a list highlighted <laughs> or bullet pointed. But don't forget, of course, if you have questions to ask us, which we guarantee we will answer, because at the minute we're not flooded with emails. Yeah. So at this early stage, days, in the early, early days. days, I tell you, you know, in a year's time, you'll be lucky to get a mention. But right oh. now, we'll probably spend five minutes on you. Vmwordpodcast at gmail. We would be delighted to hear from you. So, two weeks' time? Yes, we're back in two weeks' time. And I think two weeks' time, we'll probably be really focusing on this rather brilliant campaign that's coming up in May. Oh, we will. National Marriage Week, which, uh, yeah, I'm going to leave it there. But please go to the website, look at Search for Marriage Week, and you'll find all the resources we've been putting on there. And you'll see all the work that I've been doing as well. Um, But um, no, seriously, we'd really love you to join in with it, join in with the campaign. We would. Get on social media, um, share this podcast as well as much as possible. Um, That would be amazing. Indeed. Thank you very much for listening. Thank you. You got through to the end of another one. And we'll see you in a couple of weeks. (laughs) Thanks. Bye. Bye. Thank you.